Because life does not have an SOP, man. Life will come at you with no standard operating procedure and it will come for your fucking neck, man. And if you don't have the fucking skills and the confidence to take that shit on and control it, yeah, you ain't never gonna make it, man. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is Building Great Sales Teams. All right, guys, welcome back to Building Great Sales Teams. We've got an entertaining one for you today. I usually say special. I usually say like unique. But no, this one's going to be entertaining for you guys today. I've got Kevin O'Neill. He's the CEO of Destiny Water Adventures. They're located in Destin, Florida. They got over 1,200 reviews at 4.9 stars. He's also the podcast host of Awkward Water Sports, guys. They've got over 100 episodes. And now that I've had the experience of meeting Kevin and hanging out with him, I've got to listen to his podcast because the dude is just a good time. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Yo, dog, what's good, bro? Thanks for having me, man. I'm so excited. I want to kick this off with something incredibly important, okay? Because I was scrolling your social media, I was social stalking you, and I saw these croc lights that Keith Gauze got you. And so I have an issue here, okay? <laughs> I feel like, and you tell me how you feel about this, but Keith came out with this whole croc line, you know what I mean? And he's got the lights and everything. <laughs> <laughs> he just took him off and showed him. <laughs> if you're not seeing this, make sure you watch it on YouTube. Because he just showed us the Crocs. So I feel like, and, and give me the counter argument here. I feel like when you're wearing Crocs, you've just given up. I mean, is this a Florida thing? Is this like, you know what I mean? Where is this coming from for you? All right, bro. I'm going to fucking flex. I, I did not want to do this shit, but you're forcing me because it's the Apex crowd, right? So the fact, so I have a friend who wrote a book. Um, well, she's not a friend, an associate in my industry in Key West. She wrote a book. You can find it on Amazon. Um, it's called Millionaire and Flip Flop. Now I can't tell you if that, if the fucking book is any good, you know what I mean? Like she wrote the book way back in the day, you know, she works on the beach, works in water sports. So she wrote this shit millionaire and flip flop. And it's funny. Cause I said some shit in a thread in, in, in a group. Well, I was like, yo, because of the Crocs thing and the millionaire flip flops, it's, um, it inspired me to have my own book title and it's going to be called Kevin O'Neill. I don't give a fuck what you think about me. I do what I want. <laughs> I I'll wear it. Crocs, bro. No, they do not give up. First of all, these Crocs are fucking fire, bro. Like those are the most <laughs> fire Crocs ever. They got the straps on them. You know what I'm saying? These were 59 whole ass dollars, American currency, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Not everybody's got $60 to put on casual footwear to be comfortable. And I work on a fucking beach, man. And I rent boat. So if you don't like what the fuck I'm wearing, you want to wear gator skins on a fucking boat, you stupid motherfucker. Tell me how that shit works out for you when you fucking fall in the water, dummy. Not you. But people talking shit on my Crocs, bro. I got a whole, I got fake Crocs too, man. I got $10 Crocs. I got that shit at fucking Walmart, son. Cause I am thrifty. <laughs> <laughs> Let's it. go. Let's go. We're good. We got it, Ryan. We're good. We're done. <laughs> That's everything you need to know about business right there. <laughs> Let's go. I'm dead. What up? Dude, I have I have ostrich boots on right now and I have gators. You're killing me, dude. Yeah, yeah. I you ain't wearing it. that shit on I a boat, it. bro. I'll be uncomfortable no, as no. fuck. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not, not I'm not giving up. I've done I done the same thing, man. I mean, did Jeff Bezos fucking give up when they were fucked <laughs> when he was still driving his fucking Acura and shit when Amazon was still yet in the black, but fucking, you know what I'm saying? They were evaluating fucking billions of dollars in revenue. You know what I mean? Fucking I, to me, I'm just like, I feel like I'm just trying to follow in, in the greatness, bro. So, I mean, I don't, I don't drive a fucking Acura. <laughs> when I got so I'm not completely given up like Jeff Bezos, but fucking, you know, I'm not as smart as that motherfucker either, though. So, yeah. Well, there's a know. difference between giving up and not giving a fuck, right? That's right. And I, that's think, right. I think that's where you're at, and that's where Facts. Bezos is at, and that's a great place to be. Yeah. I will never challenge this man again. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it, it's tough, bro. It's a challenge me is fucking hard because, <laughs> you know, I mean, if you want to get into it, this is what I tell people about going into fucking joust with me. So okay. unless you unless you framework that mental joust and you're coming at me, I'm going to be real slow and methodical. I'm going to take my time. I, mm -hmm. I don't want to win an argument. You know what I'm saying? I want to learn something. So if you're coming at okay. me with something that you want to beat me on and you thought very, if you thought a lot about it, you've gone down the, the mental, the steps, the preparation mm -hmm. to have this conversation with me to challenge me on something, mm -hmm. then yo, I'm down to lose that conversation because I love talking to smart people. And if you got it figured yeah. out and I don't, I'm just gonna shut the fuck up and listen. Now, mm -hmm. if I'm coming at you, understand that I have stacked the deck, bro, that I've taken a fucking shot of some steroids because I spent 30 minutes, 40 minutes writing shit down, thinking about my argument before I bring mm -hmm. it to you. So if you're fighting me off the cuff and I'm already prepared for this shit, that's a fucking tough one unless you're just that fucking good off the hip, which mm -hmm. unless you're like 60 years old or a fucking straight up genius and can just, you have enough in your head to fucking destroy every argument I'm making. Yeah. Then bet I'm going to shut up again and guess what? I'm going to listen to you because you're a certified fucking genius and I'm wasting my time talking when I should be listening, you know, so. I love it. I love that you can pivot like that too, but. I, I did not have a dog in a fight on the Crocs argument. I just <laughs> no, it's all I good, love bro. the response I got, man. I love the response <laughs> you got. Dude, that reminds me of when I was in debate in high school and I used to prepare for these debates and it's the, right. the same kind of premise. I, I do. I love a, a good debate with an intelligent human being because if, if you're not getting too emotional too fast, then you can. You can learn something or or you can bring somebody to the light of some other issue, whatever the case is. So that's right. So, so we met at apex live. Yeah. Right. And so what I knew right away after maybe like 10, 15 seconds of meeting you is that you are a skilled networker. And I don't mean in the sense that, Hey, everybody in the room is gravitating towards you. And like, you're getting a bunch of, you know, physical likes, I guess you could say what I mean is you get straight to the heart of it. When you're talking to somebody, you're like, all right, I want to make sure you're not full of shit and I'm not wasting my time, which I appreciated about you, which is like, oh, shit, I got to be I got to be kind of ready to let Kevin know, hey, this is what I'm doing. and This is my expertise. And then I, I, I was literally showing you documents and stuff like that that I was putting together for my clients and stuff. But you wanted to know, right, because you're not going to waste your time. There's so many coaches and consultants and trainers out there that are just like fluff, right? And I could tell right away that like Kevin's been around for a minute. He's been to these networking events and he wants to get past all the fluff. Do you have like a, a process for that? Or are you just seasoned at it? Yeah, I haven't been to that many networking events, to be honest. Um, I've, I've, I've been to two with Apex and mm -hmm. I've been to um, three. And by the third time, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. the second time I was at an event, I was a speaker. The first time okay. I didn't know anybody. So, yeah. so here's a, here's a real funny story. <clears throat> I love to tell the story. It's a favorite. It's one of my funny stories. I'll try and keep it. I'll type it kind of cut it light, but it is it's relevant and it's really good. That's so real. I went to this event and it was a corporate event. And so I was just getting into the game and business. And I went to this like corporate reservation technology, so like all corporate fucking, you know what I'm saying? And it's all mm -hmm. worldly. They do the event all over the world. So I got these like these pink pants, bro. These like, I wanted to be like real, like European looking, like real worldly. And so I'm fucking like walking down the hallway, feeling all good and shit. I got my pink pants on my, my little salmon colored pants or whatever. I got my, my slip on shoes. I'm not wearing Crocs at this point. I'm still giving a fuck. Right. <laughs> and so I hear this little European voice in the background. They're like, excuse me, sir, excuse me. And fucking, I'm like, I'm like, Oh yes. And I like look back and it's like this like European woman, she's pointing at my pants and I'm like, it worked, bro. It worked. Yeah. The, the yeah. Europeans are feeling me, son. She's like, you, you left the sticker on your pants. I left the fucking the side <laughs> sticker on the back of the motherfucker, bro. I felt so stupid. But, uh, -huh. uh you know, the, the thing is, is, is Doug, man, like, uh, so it's not even the event. It's I've done so much hiring, bro. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I probably hired and trained and worked with uh, hundreds of people, man. I, I, I did management water sports before this, and then I started my company. So I've interviewed and trained, uh, I mean, employees. I've mentored young men. I've helped a lot of people get a lot of young men get their captain's license. I've taught people how to drive boats. You know what I'm saying? So it's like intuitive. So, you know, bro, yeah. like, you know, when someone's trying to fucking wants to get something from you, when they're pandering to you, when mm -hmm. they're being fucking fraudulent, when they're being fake. And it's like the thing, 
that at these events is first of all, I, you know, to borrow, borrow from fucking Alex Hermosi, I'm sure everybody loves him. And his favorite thing is like, I'm not here to sell you anything. Yeah. And the same, like at these events, I'm not here to sell you shit. I might be interested in your products, but mm -hmm. yo, if you start fucking selling me off the fucking rip, I am going to fucking know, man. Like I am yeah. going to smell that sale from a mile away. And what's going to happen when you are doing business nonstop, you have people calling you fucking, you know, I'm in the physical business game, dude. I got yeah. motherfuckers trying to sell me boats, insurance, fucking, I mean, you, the sales right. never stop. My handlers fucking don't even pass me 10% of the shit that comes through my email box and my phone. Because right. the moment they're like, let me sell you some shit, I want to start off this relationship transactionally and not as an experience right. and not as an honest exchange of information and ideas. You know what? I'm going to put my business guy shit on. I'm going to be like, yeah. Okay, and, let's hear your fucking pitch. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Because you you know, man, you fucking sold so much shit. You mm -hmm. know when the fucking wall goes up. So yeah. it's like, you know, at the end of the day, my advice is don't try and sell somebody on some shit, man. Just make it. You know, I mean, I'm 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 in I'm in this network to fucking make friendships, dude, and relationships yeah. that last. Like, yo, are you? do you need something not money like are you okay man like I, yeah. are, are you all right bro like that that is that's the shit that i want to get to man because mm -hmm. i truly do fucking care about people man you know what i mean like i've got i've got enough money bro you know what i mean i'm yeah. not fucking like bill gates or anything but i'm happy man right. my family's well fed and taken care of so it's like i'm truly here in the spirit of relationships and experience man so that's that's my advice is fucking be have honest intentions dude put, mm -hmm. one, put money second and and you will fucking own those networking that those deals you know what i mean i couldn't agree more especially when it comes to the networking events yeah and be be a little different and be that person that's not starting transactional relationships right but what happens is instead of instead of making that you know entry-level sale that you would normally make if you press people at an event right you end up making a a higher end sale or a partnership sale or like you said even higher than that which is a relationship sale right yeah and so i have these relationships with these guys in apex that we've never done business together before but we've sent each other a shitload of business you know X. and it's because we know that we're you know that that like keith he's a good dude i know he's gonna good take dude. care of my clients you know what i'm saying i know that um he's gonna do right by them even if it costs him money you know what i'm saying and so yep. when you have that relationship, you end up getting business without even having to sell because Yo, shot, that for a minute, because he's so fucking extra and special. He got <laughs> mad on a thread. Hashtag Keith Goss and, and Tyler Financial. I'm sure he's been on a show. Inventor of the Crocolite. The, the, oh, I told him the other day, I sent him a message. I said, yo, I'll be your brand ambassador on this Crocolite game. But I'm going to need like 80%. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's where we saw. Well, after I said 75, yeah. he countered with 80. And I was like, you know, that's why I love you, bro. So shout yeah. out Keith Goss on the Crocolite game. Not my idea, his idea. I just look a lot better and have much more style in my Crocs than he does. But when you put them lights on there, fire. I yeah, love absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, and, I didn't mean and, to derail and let's you. Be, you no, no, you're good. And let's be honest, you're the flavor. You know what I mean? He's, he may be the enforcer, but you're the flavor for sure. <laughs> yo, yo, that's right, that's right. All right, brother. So I'm going to be a little sarcastic here, but I imagine when you were 12 years old, you're like, I just want to own a water sports company, right? So how, how, where did this come from? How did that work? Word, yeah, man. So <clears throat> 2008, I was, a, um, I was a plumbing apprentice in Detroit. And um, my my homeboy had moved to Key West when he was 19, went there for spring break and was like, oh, my God, what T-shirt contest? 19 is where we're going to live forever. <laughs> um, I went there with him. I, I burned out after fucking two months or something like that. Came home anyway mm -hmm. uh, during 2008, 29, just had my first baby with my wife living in my uh living in the parents, uh, living in the parents' basement, you know what I mean? And I had this real shitty job, and then we all know what happened in 2008. Uh, and I was a plumbing apprentice, so they stopped building homes. I was in the union. I lost my, I thought I, you know, I lost my job. I, I didn't have any other prospects. He called me up, said, hey, come work on a boat. I said, boat, B-O-T-E, right? And he's like, no, man. I'm like, oh, shit. But um, what the hell's B-O-T-E? boat i didn't even know i guess what i'm saying i know how to spell the shit oh. i've never been on a boat in my life bro you know what i mean i was like okay i thought you know, that was like a plumbing term yeah no b-o-t-e boat 
so I left my daughter and, or I left my daughter and my wife and I'm, and I went to Key West to, to give this working on a boat shit a shot. Um, after a, after a year, they promoted me to captain and I was making a whopping $60 a day as a mate. Mm-hmm. But what they did have on that boat was a photo and video package, right? And the, the owner, the boss did not want to give us raises and what did not want to pay the captains a bunch of money because parasail captain, $75,000, $80,000 salary. So he mm-hmm. said, here you guys go. You can have the photos and videos. You sell them on the boat. You get 100% of the proceeds. The captain and the mate split it. Captain drives a boat. Mate sells that shit. You guys split the revenue. So yeah. at the time when I got there, they were selling the shit for $20. They had these little mini disc cameras or whatever. Long mm-hmm. story short, we changed up the pricing on it. I, I identified like a little bit of a pricing problem. I identified a product problem. We made the product a little bit better. And then I just sort of learned you know, how to sell this shit. And I just sort of talked, I had a little bit of sales background from when I was younger, but other than that, you know, I just learned to ask people questions and, um, I saved up a bunch of money. I, I, I drove that, that parasail boat and basically did sales training, mate hiring, captain training. So I was kind of like a five tool guy and I really learned the business. And then I was like, water sports in Florida is a catch all. It could be parasailing because that's what I was, I was driving a parasail boat. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, kayaks, boat rental, jet skis, like water sports is like all these different business umbrella under one. So I came to Destin, Florida for a vacation and actually looking for a parasail job that wasn't, you know, because I was working seven days a week, Christmas morning, I'm get up and parasail because when everyone else is on vacation is when we work. So yeah. and then during summertime and spring break, you literally work seven days a week, sun up for sundown. So, I mean, I would had this entrepreneurial grind being built into me and I didn't even know it. I was just a, yeah. still a wage slave, even though I was eating what I killed every day and making a lot of money doing it. Like at the time, I did not realize I was getting a doctorate in entrepreneurship Hell and yeah. sales. I just was a parasail captain that was good with people that fucking knew how to make money. So mm-hmm. um, I took my life savings came up here and started a business because when we were on vacation, I identified a fucking a market. Like their online shit was trash. Everybody's websites looked like this shit was built in fucking 1996 on fucking angel fire aim, some bullshit, you know? And I was like, mm-hmm. yo, in South Florida, like their game is a lot better. If I just mimic some of this, you know what I'm saying? Build my social presence, built my own website yeah. and fucking, you know what I mean? Started converting dude. And, and like we started off day one, um, my business partner came in with me, uh, put in a little $50,000 loan. I had 50 grand and mm-hmm. we bought one boat and we had three jet skis and that was in 2017. And nice. today we have, uh, we have including jet skis. If you count a jet ski as a vessel, we have around 50 vessels, um, and growing. We have a secondary location, wow. um, in Galveston, Texas. I also have a car rental company and I most recently just spun up a boater safety tour, uh, course in conjunction with the state of Florida. So this is not like a course, like webinar, this is right. something you need, like a license, like a state license. And so people need that to get the boat and we fired that up. And so I'm heading, I'm at the head of like six companies right now, 30 physical employees plus VAs, like in six years, man, I've, I have done it. You know what I'm saying? Like from the ground up and, um, it's something I'm very fucking proud of, dude. You know what I mean? So thank you for having me too, by the way, and and sharing my story, man. So, yeah, absolutely. No, the, your business now, you guys are from everything that I can see, you're crushing the game, like 1200 reviews and and it's at 4.9. That's insane. Yeah. So, you know, you, you kind of alluded to it a little bit when you came down that the, the websites just weren't there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they, they weren't really crushing the online game. Right. Yeah. So what is your, what are your sales look like now? Is it all website? Is it website and in person or over the phone? Like, you know, there's yeah. different, there's different buyer types and some of them want to buy from a person. So how does that work for you guys? Yeah. So when we first started, I focused completely on reservation technology 
and mm -hmm. our website conversions, right? So I got super deep and I'm super deep. The buyer journey and, you know, to go off a little bit, the buyer journey is evolving every single day. When you look at companies like Amazon, when you look at companies like Apple, when you look at mm -hmm. AWS, when you look at where all the money is going, like eventually sales is going to get phased the fuck out, dude. Like we're going right. to figure out the marketing game. It's already flipped, all right? So companies, used to, it used to be like an 80-20 ratio where companies mm -hmm. are spending about 80% of their resources and their budgetary uh, their budget on on sales and 20% on marketing. Well, now mm -hmm. that's what, now it's about an 80-20 ratio. So that's where we started, right? Uh, I also found it super sexy to make money while I slept. The first time I woke up to a booking that had come in while I was asleep, I was like, yo, I am the smartest motherfucker alive. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we, what, year was that? what year was that? 2017. That was 2017. the first year. Yeah, I built my website. We got connected to reservation technology. We're with a, a software company called uh, Fair Harbor, which is owned by Booking.com. Max, their CEO, they exited to, to Booking.com for like quarter of a billion dollars. So, I mean, they're the OGs in the game. So that's who we go with. There were, I mean, every single tool, you know what I'm saying? Like they have their checkout, like optimized. Like, I mean, it is fucking, it's incredible, dude. So anyway... The, we we did last year pivot during COVID. I did realize that I had to get better on our phones because mm -hmm. it was like 95, five, like 95% of our sales were occurring online, which I was yeah. so fucking proud of. You know what I'm saying? And everyone in our market is so proud of that. But mm -hmm. I did notice that fucking, we were losing conversions, man. Like these calls right. were coming in ads that I'm paying for, they're coming in and they're not converting because right. I am the only person that can, can convert the sale on the phone. So uh, you mean skill wise or like physically the only person? Well, no, no, no. Skill wise, because okay. I was, I did not put together a script for them. So gotcha. what we did was we created is I went down my process of what it looks like to sell boats or sell jet skis over the phone. Uh -huh. And then we in Basecamp, another piece of software, project management software that we use, I created a PDF for our sales, our, 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 our script. I created mm -hmm. a video of me going down the script, red, black, green, all the stuff. Like, here's the rebuttals. Here's 90% of the rebuttals you're going to get. This is yeah. how you frame this. This is how you take a negative and turn it into a positive. Here's how you create a problem for them that they didn't realize that they had. And here's how we solve it. We are the one and only answer to the buyer's question and journey. And by the time we are done, you ask for the sale and you close. So mm -hmm. we have an incredibly high close rate. We have an inc incredibly high take rate on our products, on our upsells. Uh, that was something else we focused on. We, we did yeah. some really interesting bonus structures for our phone people to make sure that our industry is generally taken as like a reservation. You call, they're just buyer, they're order takers and they hang up. Well, at the mm -hmm. end of the day, this doesn't empower your employees. It's, yes, monetary, but at the same point in time, we all know how it feels when you close a great sale. When, when you get somebody that's like, no, 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 no. And you turn it to, yes, it's not just the money. All right, that, that's one lever, but the real lever that gets pulled is the one inside you because you're mm -hmm. like, hell yeah, man, I crush that shit. I got that motherfucker. And yeah. our order, our average order is through the roof because we're incentivizing based on upsells, not just on the total sale. Yes, both of them, you're going to get a cut of the total sale, but you're going to get a bigger cut of the stuff that has more white meat on it, man. Yeah. So it that's just cool. intuitively, it just fucking, it works, dude. So our, our phone sales went from... And this was like bottom, I forget, I have the numbers, so I have the numbers somewhere in, in a, cause yeah. I've done this sales training shit with other companies, but right. it was a ridiculous amount of bottom line revenue that occurred when we were just solely focused on 100% marketing, which I still, mm -hmm. I'm all about the marketing Yeah, because we, they're closed. Usually if they're calling, there's something maybe we miss regardless of uh, that the bottom line revenue when we increased our phone sales was through mm -hmm. the roof and then the employee bonuses that they were making were, were even more like a happier employer happier team because they are getting that taste of entrepreneurship and feel the ownership of what it feels like to be a part of the entire brand well then and then have control of your income you know what i'm saying Correct. not this ridiculous control maybe they bumped it 10 15 20 percent but it was like now they're they're getting that power back right yeah and when you give someone that ability to execute on that power i mean that that creates 100%. loyalty not overpaying yeah. people not having the best product on the market 
Now, when you give people that that power and that authority to have control over their income, mm-hmm. that creates a, an insane amount of loyalty. Yeah. And, no, but what I love about this story is that you did what a lot of CEOs or visionaries have a hard time doing, you know what I mean? Which is integrate, right? And so you said, hey, we need a sales program. And then you you picked apart what was in your head and you systemized it. And then you gave them video training on top of it so they could, yeah. they could scratch that visual itch as well. Yeah. And, um, and then executed on that, which is massive. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Which I feel like, because, you know, when you were talking about what you did on the uh, parasailing boat, mm-hmm. about how you broke down that sales process in my head, I was like, man, me and this dude aligned so much because whenever <laughs> I started doing door to door, it's the same thing I did. I was like, I broke down the process and I started finding the uh, conversion point, the weak conversion points in the process and reinforcing those. Right. And um, that's exactly what you did with your your sales process for your water sports company. So I think Listen, that's just that's I got to tell you this. You want to talk about animal shit, dude, these kids that when I left them, dude, and, and I and I hope they're still doing I know a lot of the guys that are still down there getting it. These yeah. motherfuckers, dog, like I, I I'm on my children, if they were not closing I'm talking about a hundred or more flyers a day on those mm-hmm. boats. We were walking out the boat with these kids were walking on the boat, with like a thousand dollars in their pocket. When we started 300, $400 yeah. was a good day. When I walked away, these motherfucking animals, dude, they were $1,500 each was the fucking thing because they wow. were always batting for a thousand. I mean, they would be on the back deck of the boat. I, I remember the kids on the back deck of the boat was just like, come on, man. Cause the, the, it was, a 10 cent disc in pictures. It was all upside. So we yeah. would start at 60, but if we had to go down to 20 then to get the sales, cause it was still bumped. They $19 were bumped. and 90 cents. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. And it wasn't even the money, dude. It was the competition that I bred Hell in, yeah. dude, that, that they had Hell in yeah. themselves. They wanted to have a 100%. That would be the thing. They wouldn't come home and say, Hey, I own the record for the most money made in a day. They couldn't because I held that shit. <laughs> they were chasing me so fucking hard, right? And they wanted to be on my boat so fucking bad because yeah. I was the manager. I had the best shifts. I had the best location. <laughs> I made the most mm-hmm. money. They wanted to impress me. At the end of the day, we'd be counting out all this money. And you know all they could talk about? The two fucking sales they missed. That's what they were pissed about. Motherfucker, dude. I couldn't believe it, man. I did everything. I had a kid hold people hostage on the boat because he'd be like, you said you wanted them. I wouldn't have taken them. I'm pulling them back. I'm like, dude, stop, man. This poor guy just wanted to go on a parasail ride. And you're going to murder them over 50 because you have a want to have a 100% take rate, bro. Like, hell yeah, bro. Let's fucking get it. Because it ain't about the money, bro. It's about the right. competition that's fostered in your fucking self, man. That that it, it, unless you bat a thousand every single time, mm-hmm. and then you're just not good enough. But the problem is, for real, I've had yeah. guys, very close friends of mine, that committed mm-hmm. suicide, and fucking because of that fucking drive, man. That mm-hmm. that just it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. Dude. Right. You know what? My one of my best friends was a fucking parasail mate. Between the drinking, between the fucking life, between the depression, between all the fucking bullshit, he killed himself, man. And it's like, that is the kind of shit. That's why when I'm in these networking events, that's why I'm like, you don't even know me. And I'll give you a hug and be like, love you, bro. Because at the end of the fucking day, man, like, yes, like grind, get the hustle, get the money. But if you miss two, if you miss five, if you have a fucking bad day. Yeah. Well, you don't take that shit home and drink it, man. You don't take that shit home and take it out on your fucking family. The yeah. money is the byproduct, bro. Fucking what's in your spirit, in your soul, man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, the money doesn't fucking matter, man. It's the game. And that's what drives us, man. And so, <laughs> you know, it's, it's very important that I get that message out, man, to, to, to me. Because it's like, yeah, be an animal, but reach out if you need something. And back to the point of the networking shit. Yeah. That is what I am here for, dude. Make no mistake mm-hmm. about it. I am not here to get rich off you or for you to get rich off me. Right. Man, I'm here to just fucking give you a, a hug. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many people I hugged at that event. You were one of them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I got two on your way out. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah, so I, I just want to make sure that, that I'm clear on that, bro. You know what I mean? It's yeah. very important to me, you know? No, I love that. And I would argue that those kids went all out. Yes, because the competition, that's fun. You know what I mean? And, and they go from 
being an okay football player and getting that competition every day to now they've got to take it out on their, you know, their sales ability in the business. Right. But I would yeah. also argue that you're that coach, you know what I'm saying? That they, they want to do good for, for the coach. That's and it's I'm because saying. of your mentality that you just went through right there. It's because of your values that you just spoke about right there. And they, they want to be led by that, you know what That's I'm right. saying? And so they, right. they want to, you know, and it, 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 it sounds worse than it is, but they want to do good for you. You know what That's I mean? Right. Because you give them, you give them that, that feeling, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe it's something that they're missing. You know, I can't imagine if I was 21 years old and I had a boss like you, dude, I would have worked for you the rest of my life, probably, you know what I'm saying? But that's the difference. Even if you have an entrepreneurial spirit is I could have seen my dream inside of yours. You know what I'm saying? Because you yeah. had that like vision for what you were about to do, you know? Yeah, and man. So I, I, I had a kid I just pulled in the office the other day and I told him I'm going to fire him. He's my first employee I ever hired. And mm -hmm. he was like, why, man? Like, why the fuck would you fire me? I've been with you forever. And I'm like, that's the problem. You're not growing. Like, you're not getting your fucking, like, you haven't gone out and gotten your captain's license, dude. Like, I've asked you, like, you show up five minutes late. Like, you're comfortable. And mm -hmm. I can't, that's not why you're here, son. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do. I look at you and I see me. And you have an opportunity to do something with your life, man. But you're not mm -hmm. taking it because you're comfortable here. Like, you're a, he was a college fucking football player. Got a full fucking ride to Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? You got a degree and mm -hmm. you're out here fucking having a good time, you know, making a little bit of money, fucking hustling down boats and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But where are you going with your life, man? And, and I'm not going to allow that, bro. I will lose a good employee to see you grow. Man, that motherfucker went out the next week and got his fucking signed up for captain school. Just passed his fucking <laughs> test, bro. Like, I'm so proud that. of him, man. Like, I was like, <laughs> yes, bro. I'm like, I'm fucking like. Went through the fucking roof, bro. Like, I was like, yes, bro. He texted me. He's like, Kevin, I just passed it. And I was like, yes, bro. Yes, bro. Here's your company email now. Chris mm -hmm. and DestinyWaterAdventures.com. I'm going to need you in this fucking meeting. I need you to step up your fucking game. David, how much do I fucking bitch at you about fucking coming the fuck up? Every fucking 100%. <laughs> One of my guys in here right now helping me in my, in the, in my house. And I'm like, yo, this shit's not acceptable, man. Like, I see it in you. Like, you wouldn't fucking be here if I didn't see something special in you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's this is not about Kevin. This is not about David. It's not about my wife. It's not about my kids. Fucking, it's about all of us, man. Because we are fucking Destiny Water Adventures, man. We are a fucking group, dude. I'm not mm -hmm. the CEO, man. I'm not shit, man. I'm just a guy who sits in a fucking chair. You know what I mean? I started the shit, but it ain't me. You know what I'm saying? It's all of us. I don't even know if I have that ability to be a fucking good CEO. I'm a good founder. I'm a good yeah. inspire, inspiration. I'm a good mentor. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I don't know if I'm ready for the CEO fucking title yet. Does that make yeah. me a CEO? I don't fucking know. I'm just a fucking guy. And I got a bunch of amazing people around me, man. And I'm not going to stop until they are fired the fuck up and they are reaching their full potential, dude. Like, And that is real fucking tough. You know, I love your title on your, your Facebook page, which is big mouth. <laughs> you didn't right. even give yourself the CEO title it's, it's <laughs> Big Mouth for the podcast. I love that. Yeah, yeah but, man, big mouth. man, what you're going through right now and what you're talking about is a next level opportunity structure. Right. And so these people come into your company and yes, they have a chance to move up. Yes, they have a chance to make sales and make more money. And, and and get their captain's license but at the end of the day they have a, a a chance to become part of your group which your group doesn't settle you know what i'm saying and that that's massive if you can bottle that and sell it jeff bezos wouldn't have shit on you you know what i'm saying <laughs> i want to bottle and give it away though you know what yeah. i'm saying like I, that, that, that that's truly what i fucking want well man. that's why you're on the podcast i mean everybody's <laughs> hearing this yeah. everybody's hearing this and and they're like hey i I'm not doing it enough. Even me, even me, I'm hearing it. I'm like, man, I'm not doing enough. You know what I'm saying? I'm not pushing my people enough. You know, we, we go through our data, we go through our G code and these different things. And I make sure that they're, they're doing those things, but it's not enough. There's not enough conviction there. Like you just had when you talked about it. So I did want to point out though, we, you know, one of the things we talked about after we met was your mentorship style of opportunity structure. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You bring people into the business and, if they want it, you help them through that process of getting their captain's license and, and becoming an integral part of the company. So walk us through that real quick. Do you have that laid out or is it more something that you talk about in the interview? 
Yeah, so um, there is no SOP for that. And I'm actually very, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it, man, because it, it's, I, I, that, that is where, it, that's where the journey goes, right? That's the next level for you is for mm -hmm. me not to write an SOP for you to get your captain's license, man. Because okay. in my circle, when you take the initiative, right? Something a captain does out on the boat, right? You are the master and commander of your deck. The owner of the boat stops on the water when you are on the boat. Maritime law is a very different kind of law, okay? Mm -hmm. Maritime law has existed for hundreds of years. So when we are on the water, a lot of captains will say, I'm God on this boat, meaning that the owner of the vessel, that nothing he can do or tell you, you are the master and the commander of that ship, okay? Mm -hmm. That is a metaphor for life. And when you understand that you are the captain of your fucking destiny, man, of your boat, of your ship, that's why we're Destiny Water Adventures, man. That's why everybody's a water sport. We are not a sport, man. We are an adventure. Life is a motherfucking adventure, baby. And you are going to get on that fucking boat and you are going to take control because life does not have an SOP, man. Life will come at you with no standard operating procedure and it will come for your fucking neck, man. And if you don't have the fucking skills and the confidence to take that shit on and control it, yeah, you ain't never gonna make it, man. So at Destiny, when you wanna get your fucking ticket, I'll pay for the shit. I will put you through the course, I'll put you through the school. But it is up to you to put in the hours to get that qualification. It is up to you to come to me to tell me that you are ready. And it is up to you to go sign up for that course and take it and pass it and get it in the mail. I'm not going to hold your fucking hand. You are going to do that shit yourself. And when you come out of here, if Destiny Water Adventures is not the right place for you, and there's somewhere else that you need to go, fucking awesome, man. Awesome. Welcome to fucking learning what it takes to control your shit. Captain, entrepreneur, fucking dad. Yo, man, whatever that journey is here, if we've come to a conclusion on it together, thank God, man. Thank God you're no longer working for me, dude. I love dude, it, You got to figure it out, man. You know what I'm saying? I love it. And I appreciate you sharing that message with us, man. I think more people yeah. need to hear it. You know, your analogy for it is the captain, you know, captain of the boat, captain of your life. You know, I've always talked about man in the mirror. You know, the man in the mirror is responsible for everything in your life. And if you have that insane accountability, then you have complete control of your life. So I, I love that message and I appreciate you sharing that with us. I know it's not, it's not always easy to wake up in the morning and fucking like spit that message. You know what I'm saying? But hold on. Like hey David, how often do I spit that message to you guys? <laughs> that fucking take command of your own life shit. Every day. <laughs> Every day. At least once a week. I, 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 wake, up, a I week. wake up like this shit, dude. My wife has got to fucking deal with it. My wife hears these fucking talks and she's just like, oh my God, can you give me a fucking break? You know can what I mean? Like, I just. Can we just get a cheeseburger? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, so, so look, I want to back this up with a little something, man. You know what I mean? Because I know some of you guys out there, like, have a, have a, have a, a want or a need to, to, to be on the stage to have a microphone to kick out your fucking message. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you want to impact, you want to change people's life, but let's just be honest. We all love smelling our own fucking farts, dude. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, we're out there fucking, nur, 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 I'm the authority. Like it's all, it's all good. It's all fun. We all want to share our story and fucking create, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm with that dude. I completely get that. I've been on the stage. I fucking like, I like to be on the stage too. It's fucking fun. It's, it's, it's wonderful. Well, you know, I can tell you right now you belong there. Ah, that's what I you don't, just shared. No, fuck that. Yeah, you belong man, there, I appreciate dude. it. And I'm going to make sure that, that people know that. Ah, you know what bro, I'm saying? Thank yes, you, man. 100%. Yeah, but I want to tell you that, and, and, and you know, the comeback story thing, right? So we, we get this, the AC, the attractive character, have a comeback story in your marketing and all this shit. Like, mm -hmm. I've got everyone you could possibly imagine, bro. I, I'm all good on any more comeback stories. I'm, no more for me. Please, can I just have a fucking solid year where I don't come <laughs> back from some shit? Like, please, man, no more. But 
the one that hit me the hardest, dude, was was it was last year during COVID. Now we I can go. I, you want to hear comeback stories? I got so many of them that you're just like, how are you even still in business, dude? How how do you fucking get through all this? Like, man, I'm right. a fucking soldier, bro. You know what I mean? Like I, I told you before, we got a recording where I'm from. I'm from Detroit. I come from a fucking horribly violent fucking background, but. This one hit me the hardest, dude, because I was in my office and I had a kid. He didn't show up. I was doing the motherfucker thing, you know, motherfucking God damn it. I'd been lifting fucking in the gym and I fucking had this rotator cuff injury in my shoulder. Kept on acting up for like the last two fucking weeks. It was driving me crazy. Had me on the ground sweating in pain. The swelling in my fucking shoulder radiating across my chest from this rotator cuff injury. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. I'm having a fucking heart attack. What the fuck? I just had a son. Bro, I just had a baby boy. He's two years old. My wife's an ER nurse. Having a fucking heart attack. She's out in the car with the boy. She knows what's going on. She sees life flight come in. They wheel me out. And uh, I'm like, man, I'm going to fucking die, dude. I'm going to fucking die. And um, I said, I said, yo, man, tell my wife, tell my wife I love her, man. Make sure she kisses my boy for me, man, one more time, all right? And I don't know if it was a morphine. I don't know what it was. I mean, my wife said it wasn't the morphine because they only gave it to me maybe a minute before. Mm -hmm. But as they're wheeling me out, I said, wait a minute. Tell my wife, tell my wife I'm going to fuck her when I get out of here. (laughs) Because nothing fucking changes. This changes fucking nothing. So I'm in the fucking ICU. I get out of surgery. I fucking live, right? I'm a fucking animal. I'm a fucking warrior, man. You're going to have to come, you're going to have to come take it out of my chest if you want. How about that? 99% blockage, fucking widow maker. I was fucking doing bench presses the fucking day before like a fucking idiot, regardless. I'm in ICU and they tell me, you need to make some changes. I'm like, man, I'm fucking work out. I'm fucking doing 75 hard. I'm in the middle of doing 75 fucking hard, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm thinking about how I'm gonna get my two workouts in fucking in ICU, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh man, I lost my workout yesterday. I failed 75 hard. I'm not even, and you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. Cause I don't think that shit is anything to be proud of, dude. You right. know what I'm saying? I was also a fucking alcoholic, man. I was also drinking seven days a week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like fucking, you know, I'm in the order of the, in the fucking thing. Like, oh, nothing changes, man. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. Fuck you. Life changes, man. Ain't nothing changing, bro. I'm ordering a rogue gym. So when I get out of here, I can do squats and bench presses because I'm going to get back on my motherfucking grind. Mm-hmm. Mm. What else doesn't change? The fact that I'm a drug addict. The fact that I'm a fucking alcoholic. The fact that I fucking put money in front of fucking everything in my business and my legacy. Yeah. And I fucking almost kill myself. So that is a big part, man. You know what I'm saying? I got out. I got fucking sober. You know, I've been fucking sober for almost nine months. God willing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? And that doesn't change, bro. I'm still a fucking alcoholic. You know what I mean? I didn't go to AA or nothing like that. I'm not here to sell you on some shit. Like if you drink, have fun. That's, that's your journey, whatever. I don't because I did need to make that change in myself, bro. So a lot of this now, this mission critical shit is because the mission got critical. I was in fucking ICU, bro. It doesn't get much more critical than that. So that is why. That is a big portion of it. Why? Because going into this shit, I did want to be on the stage. Oh, man, I got the fucking comeback stories. I got come rags to riches. I got all that shit, man. And now it's just like, you're right, bro. I'm wearing Crocs. I don't give a fuck, bro. I am nobody to fucking impress, man. You know what I mean? Like, I'm out here being an example to my crew, to my team, because that's the legacy. That's the impact that I leave behind, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't money. There ain't no U-Haul with all my shit and all my money following my motherfucking hearse, bro, burying me in the ground. There's a big-ass long line of cars back there with people that love me because I made changes in their life. Or maybe it's only 10 people at that motherfucker. But I impacted them so profoundly. I made some, I made some type of inspirational fucking something that sparked in their brain to where they made that change. But I, I, wasn't, I was maybe just a spark, and they look at me like that. Yo, man, fire. 
Like, cool, bro. I, I can go out of this motherfucker knowing that I was given a second chance and I did right by that shit. So that is where this comes from, man. And that's not attractive character. That's not getting me on the stage. That's not none of that, bro. Right. That's real fucking talk, man. My stage is in my fucking house with my friends and my family and my fucking team and the people that love me, bro. That's who I'm here to fucking help, man. And, and, and but that's why, man, that, 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 that's where that paradigm shift sort of happened inside me, man. So I just, I wanted to get that out there a little bit, you know, don't have a heart attack. I don't recommend that. It is not worth the marketing juice, man. It, it's well, not, <laughs> not everybody's got that like "fuck you" fucking heart attack. I'm gonna beat your ass attitude. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody's ready for that. So, yeah, we definitely don't recommend that. But I, I do yeah. want to point out something. Like, and, and and there's a concept behind this, and you're 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 speaking it into existence, and you're an example of it. But this concept is, and, and I believe in this 100%. I just commented on one of my friends' posts the other day about it. It's going an inch deep and a mile wide or going uh, an inch wide and a mile deep. You know what I mean? And what you just talked about, those 10 people that you impacted so profoundly that it created this ripple effect through the rest of the world um, is 100% that. You know, and, and honestly, our fulfillment comes from that. There's a reason why a lot of our filming comes from our kids or from our spouses because we're going deep with them. You know what I'm saying? We're leading them. We're with them every day. And you, you can tell it in it. It's, it's hilarious because the social proof is literally in the room with you. Every time you say, Hey, don't I do that? Your employees like, yes, a hundred percent. You do that shit every day. And, it, and this is, this wasn't rehearsed. You know what I'm saying? This yeah, is just no. the, it, the way that you live, you know? And, and, and I think, I just want to double down on that point that you made in this, you know, social media centric world that we live in. And I'm, I'm a cog in the wheel or I'm a cog in the, the, the situation, right. That we don't go deep enough, you know what I'm saying? And that we, we do go super wide, super surface, you know what I'm saying? Super influencer. And that's not enough anymore. You know, it's not a motivation only lasts so long. That's why we recommend it daily. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, what does Zig Ziglar say? Motivation is like bathing. It, it it doesn't last. That's why we recommend it daily, right? <laughs> but, but yeah, I I love that. I love that for you. My my last question of the podcast usually centers around legacy. You know sure. what I'm saying? But we we absolutely 100% know what your legacy is gonna be because yeah. you just you just explained it for the past, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And I, I loved every minute of it. I think our listeners are going to get massive. Here's what I would like to give. I, I would like to give a little bit of, of some business advice, right? I, I do have a little bit of, of business acumen, right? So, you know, this is my story, motivation. It's all great, fine and well, man. And, and usually we front load value, right? To keep everybody right. on the fucking hook so you can <laughs> fucking whatever. But if you stayed through this long, first of all, thank you for listening to my story. Thank you for listening to me pontificate and, and Doug, thank you for having me on, bro. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, the one conversation with you and I at that event was definitely not enough. And this is not going to be enough because you and I, you know, you know, are can impact each other's life in a positive way because okay. I mean, I just, I love you, dude. Like I really fucking mean that man. And that's what I say to everybody that fucking, I think is just a wonderful fucking human being. And, and, and I do, man, I got love for you, homie, like real talk, but the, I the, what you. I want to, yeah, man. The, the one piece of advice I want to give your audience, if you guys are in business, man, not just impact, not just legacy, but something that you love, something that you do, man. Like, and maybe it, you don't make any money on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe the joy that you get from that thing, that is all you need. That is the only transaction. But you have to do what you love, man. Now, if that is a business, amazing. You're on the right path. If that is making, like we talked about, I like make music. I fucking mm -hmm. write. You know what I mean? Not just blog articles. I write, man. I write for the sake of me, man. I play guitar. I just recently bought a bunch of shakers and tambourines so my kids can enjoy the love of music. Whatever it may be, man. Do what it is you fucking love. And the kernel of what you were put on this planet to fucking do will be sparked from that. I don't know that doing boat rentals or fucking jet skis, like that's the thing that pays my mortgage. I don't know if it's leadership. I don't know if it's music. I don't know what the next, 
I'm assuming 70 to 80 years I have left in me. If science has told me anything, I'm probably going to live to be 120. <laughs> but whatever time I have left on this planet to continue to create my legacy product, the thing that I was here to fucking do, and it might be given away for free, I still don't know what it is, man. But I know I'm enjoying the journey, man. Enjoy the journey. And if you don't love what you're doing, I don't care how much money it makes you, the fucking ROI is negligible. And it's, it is everything. If you look at the greats of all time, they had products and brands that far outlasted themselves. Steve Jobs, Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. Elon Musk exited from fucking PayPal to do something that he's insanely fucking passionate about. I don't know if that's the cars, if that's the rockets, if one of the millions of amazing things that he does, but find out what it is that, that loves that you love do that shit every day, man. Do that shit every day. Even if it's a little bit, if I pick up my guitar, strum on, if I type on my piano or or I write something and inspiring that for my wife or, or just for me or for my children and do what you love first, the fucking money will follow. If that, if you're going to monetize that shit, it will follow, man. So that's my actionable advice. Thank you guys for listening, man. I appreciate you listening to me bullshit and smell my own farts, you know? <laughs> Kevin, I love it, brother. Definitely. And I don't say this lightly, definitely a top 10 episode for us. You know, awesome. we're super tactical on the show and you did cover some incredibly tactical stuff, you know what I'm for saying? Sure. But the, yeah, I feel like the real impact you're going to make is in that, that message you have, that captain's message. I think it needs to be heard. It needs to be heard, especially with what we've got going on in the world right now. It's a message that needs to be heard. So I'm going to do everything I can to make sure it is, brother. Thank you, bro. I really appreciate that, man. Thank you so much, Doug. Thanks for coming on the show and let's get building. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Building Great Sales Teams podcast. Really do appreciate it. As you know, we believe that great leaders build great teams. How do you become a great leader? You learn from the greats. Join us at the Million Dollar Mastermind put on by Ryan Stuman in Frisco, Texas, and learn everything that you need to learn to be that great leader. The link will be in the description below. As always, we ask that you like, share, and subscribe wherever you consume podcasts so you can stay up to date with the Building Great Sales Teams podcast. Let's get building.